When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Hey, y'all. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Holly Roberts also with us. Steve, you... You had a big day yesterday, didn't you, Steve? It was a busy day yesterday. Yeah, my thanks to Matty B from TV, who filled in fresh off his trip from Iceland uh, to Iceland. So that was great. He was back in, in the seat for me. It was something that came up kind of quick, but I was happy about it because we got to sort of shine the spotlight on a couple other things that are happening here in Minnesota. And by the spotlight, I mean kind of the national spotlight. Very often when Live with Kelly and Mark calls, it's, hey, come to New York, and we've got an idea in New York. And... This time around, they, they called last week, and I was talking with... All right, Donna, this is going to be a name-job-heavy situation. Oh, right? boy, here Just we go. Just prepare your heart. All right. So anyway, I'm talking with longtime executive producer, the most powerful man in, in television, Michael Gilman. All right? Long, he, he, he's calling, and he's saying, how's your summer? How are your kids? All this stuff. I said, Gelman, the kids are here, and they're everywhere. And we have a lot of neighbors, and our house is like Grand Central Station. It's just people are knocking at the door, ringing the doorbell. They're around the back. They're up in the front. They're knocking again. Where'd they go? I don't know. You find them. You're kids. <laughs> and I said, every now and again, it's, it's beautiful, it's wonderful, and I love childhood. And every now and again, I uh, just want to it to quiet down and to escape from it all. And he said, well, how about an escape to New York? And I said, ah, Gelman, bad week. I have family in town this week. My brother just flew in. My parents came in over the weekend. Scooty and April came in over the weekend. And then it was really nice because without even taking a beat, and I didn't have to pitch this to him, he said, well, what if we came out and did some stuff in your neck of the woods and just did some stuff in Minnesota that didn't have to do with a winter storm? And so they flew out uh, a producer who I work with named Seth, and we shot two stories yesterday, one that's going to air later this week on Friday, one that will air in July. So the, the story that we shot that will air later this week was we went to the Minnesota Zoo, and he wanted to do a Father's Day story. And he said, tell me, think of a place where you think we could bump into a lot of dads. And I thought, the zoo feels like like just fertile ground mm, for finding yeah. dads, kids on shoulders, the whole thing. Yeah. And and also, I really love the Minnesota Zoo. And I thought, is there a way that, you know, like that would make a cool backdrop. You got all the animals. There's so much to see. Let's go there. So we went. It was great. Saw a lot of dads, a lot of kids, got a lot of wonderful interaction a couple of things, Donna, that I think you will really like. One that is open and has been. One that is going to open. Okay. The first that is already open, and maybe you've already enjoyed it, is the llama experience that they have. Ooh, no. I haven't, I haven't seen it. So this is where you just walk in, and now you're in an enclosure 
with llamas. The llamas are free roaming. They do ask that you stay on the gravel path. They don't need anybody, you know, going fully oh. psychotic trying to ride a llama. I wonder Although, if this is where the kangaroos were. It is where the kangaroos okay, were. Okay, got yes. it. Yes. And so now you have this hands-on experience. Well, not hands-on. You can. You can walk the llamas. You can feed them. You, there is a, a monetary thing, I think, 6 and $8 or something like that. But if you just want to walk around and see a bunch of llamas getting up close and personal with you and looking around all llama-y, this is a great place to do it. So we had a lot of fun in there. Every single llama that I approached, every llama quickly walked away from me, looked at me, gave me a look like, okay, not this right. guy. he's got a no. microphone and a can- okay, no, 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 not today, buddy. So a uh, great time at the llamas. I think that you would really enjoy that. We also got a sneak peek, and I hope that it makes the final story, which will air on Friday, um, of this new thing where the old monorail used to be, which closed about a decade ago. It's going to be called the Treetop Trail, and it is one and a quarter mile mm. of elevated walking paths. And it is a really gives you a really cool view of the zoo. And I found out yesterday that they actually constructed the Minnesota Zoo to be best experienced from the monorail. And so now it went a decade without anybody having any of those viewpoints. And now they're going to elevate zoo guests again. And you can just walk this entire thing. And it's railings on both sides. It's kind of like composite decking. If you have one of those all-season decks that yeah. you don't have to stain, sure. that's the floor that they put down. They've reinforced the steel everywhere. It was a year-plus uh, construction effort. And I was talking to one of the guys who's sort of been at the head of this. He said to me, I would happily redo this project for the rest of my career. I would just like to do it again and again and again. I said, What's, what? what was so great about it? He said, first of all, you're working at the zoo. And we've we've been members. My family's been members. So you get to work at the zoo. And it's just such a rewarding experience to know that you're going to bring people this perspective that the zoo creators really wanted in the first place. So sure enough, we go up and we're looking down into the tiger lair. It's cool, cool if you're looking at it, but when you're looking in it, and there was no obstruction. There's another spot where you can check out tigers, but there's black fencing all around for yeah, obvious protection right. purposes. Right. You're far enough away that they don't need that, but you're close enough that you're getting a really cool aerial view. We cool. only walked on probably, I don't know, a tenth of a mile. on a, It goes a mile and a quarter, does a full loop, four different spots, ADA accessible to get on and to get off. So anyway, that was a whole lot of fun. Then, Donna, we went and had a little lunch in Shakopee and went to Valley Fair in the, for the oh second half. Oh, my God. Woo, wow, long day. They said, what would, uh, what would be a good spot? We want to shoot a back-to-school story that will air later this summer. And I said, what if we went to Valley Fair and you, ex- you see kids who are experiencing the pinnacle of summer, and then I walk up to them and ask them how jazzed they are to go back to school. What oh. if we did it there? Oh, you're <laughs> killing dreams, Steve! That was my point. Oh. I wanted to be the dream killer. Oh. Except, spoiler alert, a bunch of kids already told me that they missed school and that they <laughs> love school and that they were bummed that they weren't going to be in math class this summer and they no, were going to miss their friends. That's Donna, such oh, bull, oh. I was like, guys, what? It, finally, one kid was like, school sucks. I was like, yeah, man, America, that's right. But everybody was so in love. Maybe it's because our school system is just a little, a touch too good here in Minnesota. But we had fun. We got on rides. I interviewed a kid while going up the wild thing. (laughs) That was fun because the wild thing is a pretty intense roller coaster. If you've not been on it recently, I had never been on it. So we did that. So that'll air sometime later on this summer. Uh, But the the Father's Day story in the Minnesota Zoo will air this Friday. And I I was happy that they came to us and that we were able to just sort of handpick a couple of just, you know, 
fun, family-friendly places that uh, we could put on the map. You know Minnesota Zoo, fifth largest in America? Did you know that? Did not, no. Fifth largest in America. And they really think that this treetop trail for zoo enthusiasts, and they're out there, is going to be something that really attracts some people um, to come to Minnesota and check out the zoo. Now, Donna, I know I've said a lot here, but it's only because I'm not going to say much soon. This will be a day that is going to be will be a little quirky. I'm going to get a text at some point in the next minute or two where I'm going to have to go and shoot a little thing in the backyard, a little mic test. And then a little later on in the show, we're going to pre-tape my thing with Kelly and Mark, a little interview. So I'm going to big time you two times, Mm -hmm. but then I'll be back. There it goes again. No, 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 no. But then I'll be back and we'll be having a great time. It'll be a good time and a great time. And then you will leave again. Mm. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Holly and I can... Hold down the fort. That's right. I believe that. I believe that, and that's why. That's why we'll do this. So uh, w- when we come back, whoever is here of the three Ooh, of us, yes, big big news. Yes, long, in the world of game shows. Yes, longtime game show host is calling it quits. This hurts my heart a little bit. This is one of my faves. This is a comfort, uh, like a safe space on TV for yeah. a lot of people. Um, so we'll tell you about that. Eleven thirty, we're doing same name game. Ten thirty, college of pop culture knowledge. This is the Don and Steve experience. Hey guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, uh, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by TRIA. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit TRIA.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by TRIA. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Steve had to step away for a moment. I am. Big time in us once again. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Holly, thank you for keeping me company. Yeah, you're welcome, Donna. Is that the formal way of saying when Steve has to do something, he's big time in us? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Every time he does something... With, you know, his agent, other people. Yeah, TV shows. Okay. National TV shows. You the, know, you, that kind of stuff. The huge. Yeah, but we're big time in here all the time, Donna. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Pat Sajak is retiring. This is so funny, Donna, because I shared this on the morning show yeah. last week. I had a meeting with my financial advisor, and somehow we got the on the topic of Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> and he was like, didn't Pat Sajak already retire? And I was like, no. But then now, today, we learn. Oh, that's funny. It's like, like he manifested, he manifested that it, it. into being. And now Pat Sajak announced yesterday, after 41 seasons, he's done with Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, he said, uh, he tweeted out, the time has come. I've decided that our 41st season, which begins in September, will be my last. You know, he said he'll have more to say in the coming months and many thanks. Uh, he said, if nothing else, it'll keep the clickbait sites busy. 
So I guess what's going to happen, first of all, he's 76 years old. Right. I had no idea. I, I, He's got a good lighting person yeah. and an injector. Ugh. Yeah, apparently. Because, honest, I, I guess I never really thought of what his age could be. He's just kind of... Well, because when he's, he's just kind of there. Yeah, well, when he, they started hosting Wheel of Fortune, Pat Sajak is just one of those people that looks perpetually middle-aged. Yes. That is so true. And they're timeless, but it's just like, I don't know, you could be anywhere from 31... <laughs> to, to 78. Like 78. <laughs> and I don't know where you are on that timeline, but that's fine, honey. You just keep doing you. Yeah, he's doing great. <laughs> yeah. uh, he said um, that he's going to stick around to consult for three years. I mean, what do you... There's a lot of Hollywood speak I was going to say, let's, let's take a deep dive into oh, this statement. Yes. Because the way that he phrases this on Twitter, Pat Sajak, Announcing his departure from Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. Well, the time has come. Mm. There is just something that's a half step defensive about the way that he's saying yes. that. Just yes. A, just a half a step. And then he said, you know, I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all. If nothing else, it'll keep the clickbait sites busy. But I want to call Pat Sajak and Wheel of Fortune out on that one. Yeah. Because smart money, and I can't confirm this. This is me speculating. Is that all those headlines that we've been having from Wheel of Fortune over the past couple of, a yep, couple of years? And we have. Those are coming. The call is coming from inside the Got house. It. That is Got my it. theory. Wheel of Fortune publicists are like, how do we get people to watch this show that aren't already watching it? Right. Okay, we'll throw out a weird viral headline. I'm like, honey, Pat. Yeah. Pat, let's talk a little bit. And also the consulting thing. More Hollywood speak. What is there to consult? There's nothing to consult. You're on a rancho mirage. Go out in the desert and dry like a raisin. It's fine. <laughs> totally. Hey, it's like the like other work. game show hosts. Wing Martindale and I don't know who else Chuck is still Woolery. around. Chuck Woolery. Yeah, go out and raisin yourself a little bit. I don't know. Something speaks to me that perhaps negotiations crumbled or something didn't yeah. go his way. They're not renewing. I mean, yeah. all the headlines that have been coming out. You know, Pat Sajak, it, it all was him yeah. in the headlines for doing something goofy. Right. Saying something to a contestant. Yeah, that you're, that's, yeah, Holly, mm-hmm. I hear you. More to say in the coming months. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so with that, I'm looking at a USA Today article that has six replacements for Pat Sajak Ooh. when he retires. Tell me your thoughts or mm. if any of these people sound like they could be a good uh, replacement. We've got Vanna White. That w- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Would be great. That yes. would be great. Bump her up. She's touched enough letters in her life. Exactly. Or maybe she wants to retire. That, yeah, I'm super. Well, and that's the other thing, Donna, about Pat Sajak announcing his retirement is that you would think maybe that Pat Sajak and Vanna White would have left the show in solidarity. I, yes. Because they're so linked together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, no. considering that she, you know, has been there for 40 years herself. Yeah. She, she'd know what she's doing. Right. So there's that. Then they suggest LeVar Burton. Well, just because he didn't get Jeopardy, that the Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy people are two yeah, different. I agree. Species. <laughs> I agree. Hey, Steve. Hey, hey, guys. Yeah. What is that like a consolation prize for Lavar Burton? Sorry, you didn't get Jeopardy. You want Wheel? Yeah. yeah, but I love Jeopardy, and I don't like Wheel of Fortune, and I oh. think a lot of Jeopardy people probably feel the same way. Well, it's because I, Jeopardy I people it. are snobby people. Yeah. They're the smart ones yeah. in the bunch, whereas the rest of us were just like playing hangman. Right. Yeah. Right. It's true. I'm so bad at Wheel of Fortune. Oh, I'm horrible at Wheel of Fortune. I, I I'm that person with the it. one who has one letter left, and I'm like, what? <laughs> My brain doesn't work that people, way. Some of those people, you know, go viral um, whenever they make those just God off yes, the guesses, absolutely. and you're like, oh, so close. So All close. right. I don't know who this person is. Uh, John Michael Higgins? Oh, yeah. He's so an he, actor. He's an actor. You know, he would be a sort of a, a safe choice. He's an actor who you would recognize. And if I'm thinking of the right person, he hosts a couple of different shows on the he Game did. Show Network right yeah. now. Yep. America Says in Split Second. He yeah. even had a run on Celebrity Jeopardy uh, as a guest uh, last year. Okay, how, I don't know about this guy. Do you guys ever play HQ Trivia? That mobile trivia game. I yeah. never have. It did when it was around five years ago. Right, exactly. Well, there the guy who hosted that, his name is Scott Rogowski. Oh, yeah. People Ooh. are suggesting him, or USA Today is suggesting. And then uh, we've got Wayne Brady. Sure. I could see Wayne Brady. You'd be good. He'd be good. I think out of oh. every name I've mentioned so far, I think he's the best. Although... My only pushback on Wayne Brady is, and this is no disrespect, I love Pat Sajak. I think he just does such a great job. Yeah. Wayne Brady has so much, he's like a sports car. He can go really fast. Yeah. And so I just feel like they're saying, hey, Wayne, we love you, but don't go above 40 miles per hour here. Because he's just so funny. And that game, you know, these games are largely about the the game. And the, the, the host is just sort of that trusted voice yes. in the background. Pat does a couple little jokes here and there, but just picks his spots. And so I don't, I don't know. That's my only. Okay, I have. Oh, I had somebody in mind, and it just left me. Oh, how about someone like, what's the guy's name? Oh God, from hold on, it's coming. Um, from The Voice, Carson Daly. How about someone like that? He just kind of blends in, you know. I forgot he's even there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Compliments accepted. <laughs> and then they suggest Michael Strahan is another possibility. You know, he's, no, I, I don't like that either. I'm not, I'm not vibing with that. I'm not vibing with Carson Daly there. Okay. Uh, but I know what you mean about Carson Daly. And I do know how you mean it as a compliment. And again, I say, you, you know, those, the host of a show like that, the host of a late night talk show, you need to be your personality all in all yeah. the time. 
Whereas you're, you know, you're focusing on the rules. Uh, would you like to buy a vowel? You know. Right. I don't I... know. Anybody throw my... I missed it. Did anybody throw uh, my name oh, in the... Shoot, Steve. Oh, get your, get your agent Parker? on the horn. Look at the time. Oh, man. <laughs> we were just getting going. Oh, man. What do you do? Hey, I tried a new show last night. Hmm. I don't know what I think about it. I'll have to decide during this brief break. The show sounds <laughs> dirty. No, it doesn't. No, not dirty, dirty. Just like, ugh, dirty. Bye. Good morning. Welcome back. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. It's the Donna and Steve show. I love it. That's about that. All right. Okay. Hey, Steve. What? I'm Donna. No, I said that's oh, who you are. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Here you too. know, listen. <laughs> this, this chemistry is going to, it's going to. Oh, yeah. Take us to the big time someday. It, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Prepare yourself. Um. Anyway. Yeah, definitely get on the phone with your agent about that Wheel of Fortune situation. You mean my manager, Irv. That's right, Irv, whose name is not Irv. It's Jeffrey. You know, that Wheel Probably of Fortune thing. Probably with a thing, J. With a J, Donna. How many times have I told you? <laughs> Don't put him in the Geoffrey category. Uh, you know, Geoffrey's, Geoffs live out their... their they live out their G-off story. Like, they're not given a chance to just be like a Jeff who takes it easy on the weekend, maybe as a convertible, some 80s Corvette. They're G-off. They're uptight. They wear ascots. <laughs> they're just... They're, and that's... They were given that lot in life. So what are you going to do? Oh, the more right. casual ones drive a Mazda Miata. You know? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Now, quickly on... Fun. Pat Sajak, Pat Sajak re- retiring at the end of this season of Wheel of Fortune. Remember, and you may have mentioned this when I was out, that is a 35 work days a year job. Correct. Mm-hmm. In terms of studio filming, shooting. Now, they do have to do some other things, which I believe namely are traveling worldwide so that he and Vanna can say, or you can come to beautiful St. Lucia. Right. And they're there in St. Lucia. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it is, I believe, the dream, dream job. Just the dream job. Go for it. Yeah. Donna, it sounds like you're trying to get rid no, of me. No, not at all. You're, you'll only be gone for 30 days. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dream big. Yeah. Okay. All, all right. right. Anyway, right. so there is that. Um, so I started a new show just randomly. My roommate was like, hey, you want to check this out? I'm like, I don't care. And so it's called Joe Pickett. And sounds like Joe Dirt to me. It sounds like a, like a derivative of Joe Dirt. Joe Pickett. Okay, okay, I I can see that. But it it it's a Western yep. crime drama, and it's based on these books. Um, mm. Holly, are you familiar? Uh, yes, actually, I'm very familiar with Joe Pickett because those books are by C.J. Box. And my mom happens to be a oh. C.J. Box super fan. Oh no way! Yeah. Yes. Huh. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. So basically, Joe Pickett is a game warden. I think they're in Wyoming, and yes. it's it's kind of got a Yellowstone vibe to it because okay. there is crime and it's a dangerous job. And you know, and you like that uh, eighteen nine eighteen forty two and the nineteen sixteen thing. <laughs> you like 1983 those eighteen eighty three and nineteen twenty three. I love those way more than Yellowstone. I, I there is something. I, you know, and there's better acting, too. Okay. Here she know. goes with her Kevin Costner hit piece again. Any opportunity to chop Costner no, down. He's great in he, Yellowstone. I don't Kevin Costner's kind of like cardboard sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That, That's how I feel. This yeah. is the only thing I've ever watched that I truly enjoy him in. The only thing about him in Yellowstone is 
<laughs> it's kind of like, remember Christian Bale in Batman? I'm Batman. That's kind of Kevin Costner in this. He's kind of talking like this when no, I always pictured minute, him though. with a higher voice. Mm-hmm. What? But what about, you like Harrison Ford, and that's all he does? That's all he's done for the last 20 years? Because that's how he talks. <sighs> Kevin Costner is putting on a voice. Kevin Costner's voice is usually kind of up here oh, a little bit. Here we go. And now that. he's like, oh, we got, we got to get these cattle. We got to move it. That's yeah, how you got to like, talk out there. It's like, dude, you're from Linwood, California. Let's Correct. get real. Exactly. <laughs> that exactly. may be true, but about these cattle. Yeah. yeah. And 1923, I mean, Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford are fantastic mm. in this. And yeah. 1883, I really liked because, well, I wanted to see how Tim and Faith, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill did in it. And right. they were great. They were really good. I, I was really impressed by her. Because I've never really seen her act in anything except that Stepford Wives thing. Anyway, back to Joe Pickett. Um, I think I'm going to stick with it. It's not one of those... It's got a little bit of a cheesy factor to it. You know, like a little... mm, This could go real cheesy. Hmm. But I think it's saved by um, some of the cast members who bring it back to feeling real. Anyway, Joe Pickett on Paramount. Check it out if you like a good Western. And it came out in 2021. Yeah. So it's so, so, so new to you, but not necessarily Correct. new. If you feel like you've heard it before. Yeah, there's okay. only two seasons. Oh, and then she go bye-bye? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. The second season isn't out, or it came out June 4th, so yeah. there you go. Oh, oh. Well, some, I don't know, maybe. Some fresh content. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a season three. You never know. You never know, Steve. Wonder if you'd like that show Heartland that my wife watches. It's her comfort show at the end of a night. It's like a like watching a fuzzy blanket. Is it Heartland or Heart of Dixie? Heartland. She likes Heart of Dixie as well. Okay. Heartland is a long running Canadian show, and I know that you have been outspoken against Canada for oh decades. My God. Stop. Oh no, anti Canada stand. That's yeah. not true. I thought Stop she was it. only anti Costner. She's also anti Canada, which has been okay. tough. Okay. What is this about? It's about a oh Gosh, she'll be so disappointed as I butcher this. It's about a family. They run a ranch, and it's like a lot of family stuff. But Drama, think, like family. Yeah, family interpersonal drama, but think less intense than whatever is happening in Yellowstone. Think of if, uh, if Gilmore Girls was uh, l- less comedic and set on a ranch, and there were a lot of pretty horses in beautiful Vancouver, Canada, background shots it's really stunningly gorgeous okay but it is it's it's very much a family drama but not at all in the way that yellowstone is but i i mention it because it, you know there's horses and uh people like horses and land and there's land <laughs> and out sunsets. there and there i've seen a sunset there's some magical sunsets there but it's a it's a comfort watch but i guess that there were a couple of little plotty things that sort of took her off guard so it's not like a total evening Soap opera. I'm sure there are people out there who will email us or tweet us saying, oh, my gosh, I love Heartland. But it just had its newest season, which is like season 15. You can watch it on Netflix. You can get caught up on Netflix. Um, But yeah, yeah, I like like Westerns. I don't know why it doesn't make any sense to me, but I love a good Western. Do you like old timey Westerns? Yes. I haven't seen a lot of old timey Westerns, but. Me have only seen a couple. I like like the quick and the dead. Um, let's go back further. Okay, 
Cold Rio, Mountain. Rio Bravo. Never seen it. Have you seen The Searchers? No. Oh, okay. So, Donna, you got to get it up on your John Ford movies. All right. All right. Assignment. I had right, uh, right, hold on. I gotta write it down. Rio <laughs> Bravo. Rio I'm gonna Bravo give you a push for Rio Bravo because that uh, feature is stars John Wayne, co-stars Dean Martin, and Dean Martin had when I read this book about Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin called Dean and Me, written by Jerry Lewis. I really enjoyed that book, and it goes back into the Rat Pack time and all that kind of stuff because Dean and Jerry were huge. They were they had like a decade of dominance, and mm-hmm. then they went their separate ways. They had an unceremonious falling out. Dean Martin teams up with the Rat Pack. Jerry Lewis goes and does his own thing. They have a reunion 40 years later on television during a Frank Sinatra telethon. Dean Martin's out there. Sinatra's talking to him. We've played it before on the show. Mm-hmm. And then Frank says, well, you know, I got a friend who'd like to come out and say hello. And then, boom, it's Jerry Lewis, and they're hugging each other and touching each other. So it was a pretty cool television moment. The reason I mention that, in that book, Dean Martin would go back to his hotel room after he and Jerry Lewis had just killed at some casino and would go and watch John Wayne Westerns. And then he always wanted to be, he thought, wouldn't it be amazing if you could be in a Western, in a Western with John Wayne? And then years later, he is in a Western with John Wayne, and it's Rio Bravo. And it's one of the only full black and white Westerns that I've watched from beginning to end. And so I'm sure there are a lot better. I'm sure there's a lot worse, but... I, I quite liked it for that reason. And you get Dean Martin singing at one point, too. It's kind of okay. nice. Okay. All right, cool. Around yeah, kinda... the campfire or what? No, I uh, I think he sings when he's hungover. I feel like he's drunk in some sort of a holding cell or something like that. But he ends up teaming up with John Wayne. But it's nice. He's got a nice little song there. It feels very much like you've traveled back in time. Okay. You know? All right. It's on the list, guys. I got the Searchers and Rio Bravo. I love this. By the way, if you have, uh, if you're new to the show, for longtime listeners, you doubt you're so callous to what Donna just said that you're not even, you didn't even hear it. But for new listeners who are like, "Wow, she's so studious. She's this list. I should make a list." Donna's been uh, <laughs> making a list for the last five and a half years, and I believe she's watched maybe two to four of them. Total. And there, the list probably has 200 plus things on it at this point. And that's not an exaggeration. I'm probably lowballing it. Well, I mean, listen, guys, it's summer. I want to be outside. It's not always summer. Get a projection <laughs> thing and put it on the side of your house and watch some movies. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. kind of like that idea. Make a whole yeah. thing of it. You bring Barb over. Yeah. Judy. Uh-huh. Judy. Ted, the lawn Nazi. Marge. Bring them all over. <laughs> Have a good time. Watch the show. All right, guys. Get off my back, man. Also, we did get an email regarding the show Heartland. Um, Carol says she loves it until they kill somebody off. Listen, tell Carol to call Lou because she told me she was like, I do not like what just happened. I was like, all right, catch me up. They have this grandpa on the show, too. Who's just always talking like, well, you gotta go get the horse there, Kitty, and you gotta be stronger now. Of course, Grandpa's grizzled prospector. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Now, I think my impression is good. Lou laughs at it, but every time I walk in, he's there with his thick mustache. I mean, like Wilford Brimley kind of mustache. And then he's always spitting some kind of wisdom. But every now and again, Donna, this this lovable, warm Grandpa gets a little, a little grizzled. I don't feel like changing my ways. Oh, my gosh, she reminds me of you. Ah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm having an out-of-body experience right now. That's so funny. Jeez. Oh, man. Hey, real quick, um, I just thought, what if Donna lived in this house or across from it? How funny it would be. 
There was a little write-up in, uh, where were we, the New York Post, and the headline reads, I live in the Harry Potter house. Bizarre fans travel miles to cry outside of my door. There's a person uh, who actually lives at a house which is located technically in Bracknell, Berkshire, England, but it's for Privet Drive, where the Dursleys lived, where Harry Potter lived. In the movies, you see it, you read about it in the books. Sure. But in the movie... They, you know, the home, the actual home that they use for the external shots of this house has really become a tourist spot for Harry Potter fans. The current homeowner does find it bizarre that people just show up and are like, oh, my gosh, we were in tears. Suddenly we want to get dressed up. He said that, you know, he gets it when the kids come out and they get all excited. But he said, obviously, the adults they dress up sometimes in full gear and <laughs> and recreate scenes. And I just thought, what if Donna lived across the street and was just watching? Oh, it? my thought, eyes would be rolling constantly. Oh, I'd be so like, often. get a load of this one. Look, we got another Harry Potter loser. Yeah, I have a confession. It won't be surprising, but go ahead. Haven't seen but one Harry Potter. Haven't yeah. read a book. Nothing. I'm sorry. Thank you. Good night. <sighs> Um, well, Donna, we, we, we thank you for what you said. No one, again, no one is surprised. Like, oh, I thought she was up to, you know, yeah. the, the, the chamber or past the chamber of secrets, uh-huh. but before the prisoner of Azkaban, whatever. Really dedicated to uh, her <laughs> wizarding house there. Donna. Yeah. yeah. You totally. putting it on the list, Donna? Thinking about it. Have you watched them? <laughs> I've watched them all. Yeah. Well, I yeah, haven't seen them all, all, Donna, so don't. Okay. It's good. Okay. Uh-huh. Good to know. But, I might dabble in a book or two. But you got to put your I sorting hat on, Donna. Go to the Harry bluff. Potter website and find oh. out what your uh, yeah, situation what is. My wizardly name. Yeah. My wizardly whatever. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I'm going to do that right now. Bye. Okay, so when we come back, we'll find out uh, how Donna fares in the world of the Harry Potter kingdom. She'll make that revelation, which will be great. Oh, hey, the Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah. You know how celebs like to get up and say thank you to the Hollywood Foreign Press? That ain't never going to happen again. I'll explain what happened. When we come back, it's Donna. It's Steve. It's my talk. Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy for my pals over at Origin Meals. You can go to OriginMeals.com. Do it. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. You're going to save time. You're going to eat better. When you use the coupon code MYTALK, you're going to save. You're going to save 30% off your first order. So go and do that. I think you'll really love it. It's funny. We have some guests who are staying with us, some family in town. And they were like, oh, what are these meals that are in there? Tell me about this. And I was like, they're great. They're just fabulous. <laughs> like, I just really keep raving about them to people. I love that when we're moving around, hustling, bustling, people are going to games, people are going to rehearsals. It's easy to have a delicious dinner that you don't regret eating because you know it's just going to be some gut bomb later. It was just like overloaded with calories. No, they have balanced options, keto-friendly, paleo-friendly, all sorts of things. OriginMeals.com. You should try it because now is the time of year you want to save time, you want to eat better. Origin Meals, OriginMeals.com. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It is us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Holly Roberts with us for one more segment. Let me make it official. Ready? Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I just want to say something about myself really quick. Just call myself out. 
If you've been listening for the last seven minutes, um, and Donna, thank you for uh, always listening and being a part of the show as well. I was doing a, a commercial. We do live commercials, which are really fun. We enjoy. We're, we're so dorky, Donna. The other day after the show, we were both like just such nerds. We were like, I really like doing live commercial reads. Just really fun. <laughs> it is. I just really like broadcasting. I like all the elements. It's so of it. fun. We're so. I was lucky. like, this is so fun. I have a timer on my computer, uh, you know, just uh, running by the second watch. So I can always just look down when I start reading a commercial. And then it's like, all right, it's 949.14. That means 60 seconds from now, this is done. The majority of the time, it goes pretty well. Occasionally, I don't do the math correctly. And so this time, that was how that made me. um, I ended a, a, a commercial for Origin Meals about 15 seconds early. But then Holly and I chatted about it. Now it was just, and now it's just music in the background. And I thought, you know, maybe we're just letting it simmer, right? What I just told them, like, they yeah. need a moment to <laughs> process. Yeah, soak it all in. You know what I mean? Thank you for that. So anyway, that was something I saw about myself just now. Gone will be the days of celebrities saying, I'd like to thank the Hollywood Foreign Press. I'd like to thank the Hollywood Foreign Press. No one's going to be saying that anymore. Why? Well, the Hollywood Foreign Press shut down. The Golden Globe Awards have been sold. The HFPA will be no more. This after all sorts of controversy. There has been backlash the last couple of years over the ethics, over the Hollywood Foreign Press's lack of diversity, which led to NBC dropping the Golden Globes in 2022. They did air them again earlier this year in 2023. They returned to TV, uh, but they were in timeout for a little bit. The LA Times had an investigation back in 2021 that revealed the organization had no black journalist in its ranks. Some members were accused of making sexist and racist remarks and soliciting favors from celebrities in movie studios. The HFPA at the time responded by expanding and diversifying its membership and instituted new ethics policies. But now uh, Dick Clark Productions has come in and said, we'll buy it. We'll take it. Wow. They can be ours now. And so I just, I don't even know if will, here's my question. Will the new production company Obviously, they'll have voters that will still be a part of this. The Hollywood Foreign Press, those voters will vote for the upcoming year. But after that, will people even be thanking anybody? Will anybody care? You could argue. But if you're an award show nerd, will they come up with their own little voting board? Who will the celebrities thank out of obligation is my real question in all of this. Hmm. The Dick Clark production voting team? The accounting department of Dick Clark Productions? This is a great question. We need to know... Who the obligatory celebrity thanks will go to? The ghost of Dick Clark? Oh, I could like do that. that. You could hologram him. Oh, yeah. Heck, you could hologram him. He could host it. Yeah. Bring back Dick. Don't say that. Clark. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> you know, they can't all be winners, guys. Not everything can come out the way that feels or sounds in your head. Oh, my gosh, Steve. <sighs> Okay. Well, they've got a lot of rearranging of the kitchen over there at yeah. whatever they're calling themselves these days. Yeah. And they, yeah. By the way, currently doesn't have the Golden Globes, does not have a television home yet for 2024. Hmm. All I know is 2023, was it Gerard Carmichael? Me no likey getting lectured at the oh, beginning of the I did party. Not like that no. at all. Oh, listen, yeah. that was terrible. And he's super successful, and I'm sure my opinion matters not. But I'm just saying, for me, for um, how I like to enjoy 
celebrity evenings or, or award evenings, parties, gatherings is not shh. Hey, hey, shh. Yeah, like, hi, I'm a grown up. <laughs> don't, don't. And did they not tell him that he's in like one of the loudest rooms that you can be in? In an event, it's just always loud. The people are always drunk. and you're mic'd. We can hear you through the TV, even if it's loud right. there. We can hear you. Yes, Maybe you can't hear you. But that yeah, is there's got to be a rehearsal. There's a big dissonance with that though, because I've emceed events before, just charity events, and parades. For instance, good example, the depot at uh, the, the depot when you mm-hmm. host an event there. Yeah. It's often a stage in the round, so you're surrounded by tables. You can yep. have 500 to over 1,000 people, I think, in that room. And as you're speaking and saying, one of the reasons that we're here tonight, all you're hearing in the background is clanking, cups, yep. you have glasses, mm-hmm. you have people laughing, you hear people who are many tables away, who they're, they're three sheets, they're already here, oh, and they're yeah. going to be bidding on everything during <laughs> yes. the auction. And you do have to kind of plow past it. You just thought somebody would have told them. Yeah, you think. Yeah, I oh, no. saw something else that I would like to say something about. What did you see? A headline that says U.S. alcohol consumption reaches level not seen since Civil War. Oh, are we talking high <laughs> or low? We're talking high. Um, let's see. This is coming from a new study that was conducted by the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Uh, They found that the average American consumes 2.51 gallons of straight ethanol, the pure alcohol found in wine, beer, and spirits. That is in a year. Um, Wow. So that matches the alcohol consumed by people in 1860. That compares to 2.15 gallons in 1995. And by the way, Experts blame women for the rise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wine has become a real big thing. Uh, They found the average American consumes 50% more wine and 60% more hard alcohol than in 1995. Isn't that crazy? Boy, back in the Civil War, half the whiskey that was being drunk was probably when they were like, all right, pal, we are going to cut your leg off now. I know, we're going right? to need you to take a swig of this because right. yeah. you're not going to like it. You're at the dentist office, which was your local barber right. at the time. And they're <laughs> right. like, all right, honey. Get ready. By the way, the reason um, is because wines are marketed to women. If you think about some of the bottles, they're mm. all pretty and flowerly. flowerly. What if we made them all look like fat men, the bottles? Yeah, I wonder if that Just would change a, would it Would it decrease sales? Good question, Steve. Make a bottle shaped like Danny DeVito. I love it. There we go. I love it. All right. Bye, Holly. Bye, Bye, Holly. Bye, Steve. Uh, Yeah, I think I'll step (laughs) away, but then I'll come back. You got a lot of music news. We've got Mike coming in next. Yeah, we'll have a dirt uh, alert coming right up. That'd be great. Bye now. Bye.